0: not every guy is going to start all the time Uh, and i would say truthfully be supportive to the guy who's playing uh, and just forget about yourself and i think doing that you'll you'll also learn a lot about yourself and get a lot better as a goalie and as a teammate and as a leader welcome to the lax goalie rat podcast every week we'll be talking shop with lacrosse goalies coaches and special guests this is the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. Now your host, Coach Damon Wilson. Oh
1: yeah, yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, goalies from around the world, welcome to the Lax Goalie Rat Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Damon, and this is the show 100% dedicated to the lacrosse goalie. And on this show, my job is really simple. Let's track down the best goalies in our sport, the best coaches, trainers, Sports psychologist, really anybody who can give us a tip or two on what it takes to dominate this position. My guest on the show this week is Marquette goalie Max Christides. Max is a little bit of a different story in that he is battling for the starting position at Marquette as he enters into his senior year. So that is a little bit of a different conversation versus an established starter, or maybe an All-American that we've had previously, but there's plenty to learn from his story. He's also spent some time playing with Greece, Team Greece, lacrosse, which we talk about quite a bit. Very interesting conversation. I know you're going to enjoy, enjoy this one. Please enjoy this show with Marquette Goldie, Max Christides. Before we begin this episode, I want to tell you about a really awesome training opportunity for your youth lacrosse goalie. It's called the College Goalie Training Packs, and let me tell you a little about it. So, last season, the NCAA allowed college athletes to sign sponsorship deals, and it was really a game changer for college athletes as they could now uh, make money using their name, image, and likeness—something they call NIL—and so. Of course, this season, I've signed 17 goalies, 17. We've got eight on the men's side, nine on the women's side, and each of these college goalies is putting together a really amazing virtual coaching experience for your youth lacrosse goalie. So how cool is that, that your youth goalie could get mentoring and direct coaching from their college heroes. This is exactly what I wanted when I was learning this position. So each goalie, like I said, putting together a training pack, and it's going to have things like an instructional video series. So this is them out at the field, teaching us drills, tips, uh, showing us techniques, things that they use in their game. It's going to have a virtual coaching webinar. So they've put together you know, one hour presentation, Uh, that you'll be invited to on a different topic of the lacrosse goalie position. It's going to have a live Q&A, so your young goalie can show up live and ask these goalies questions face-to-face. It's going to have save breakdowns, so I sit down with the college goalie, and we watch plays from their college games and talk through them. Awesome learning tool. And finally, you get access to direct message or to email these college goalies, so you can establish a little bit of a relationship Um, and get a little bit of mentoring, okay? So each of the college goalies training pack is going to be priced at under 60 bucks, under 60 bucks, which is insanely cheap if you ask me for all that training. Um, And if you wanna get the girls' packs or you wanna get all of the boys' packs or even the entire bundle, uh, we've got some fat discounts for that as well. The coolest part of all of this is because of the NIL deal, we're partners in this so the money's going to go directly to these starving college kids well i don't know if they're starving i guess they feed the d1 athletes but you get the idea you your your youth lacrosse goalie gets the training these college goalies have put in a ton of work on this training i've seen the the product and it is amazing your youth goalie gets the help they get financially rewarded it's really a win-win to learn more Go to com slash n-i-l. That's laxgoalierat.com slash n-i-l. You can see all the goalies I've signed. You can see more details about what specifically comes in the pack. I'm super excited about this. The virtual coaching sessions, they're going to start the last week of September. So if you're liking this opportunity, jump on it before then. laxgoalierat.com slash n-i-l. Uh, pleasure to welcome to the show, Max Christides. Max, how are we doing today?
0: Doing good. Thank you for having me on.
1: You're welcome, my man. Thank you for reaching out, and I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Uh, Marquette starting. I'm uh, not starting goalie. I don't know. Are you the starting goalie? Maybe I should ask that <laughs> well, in the beginning.
0: Yeah, no worries, of course. Uh, as of right now, uh, you never know because it's a whole new year, but last season uh, I did not start, but I got a little bit of playtime. time. Gotcha. So you're battling for the starting position. Awesome.
1: Um, well, cool. I'd love to hear the story of the very first save you made. Do you remember that?
0: Uh, you know, I don't particularly remember the first save, but definitely the first time I hopped in the net. Um, it was around sixth grade. Uh, so I started playing in third grade, but uh, I was a MIDI up until sixth grade. And my best friend was playing goalie at the time and in practice ended up getting hurt. So our coach just asked us if anyone wanted to volunteer. And I gave it a shot and I ended up loving it and stuck it out.
1: I love that. I love that. What, um, what made you like volunteer to get in there?
0: Yeah. So I just thought it'd be pretty fun to be honest. Uh, you know, I got to be on the field pretty much the whole game and just kind of like the last line of defense. I was either winning the game or losing the game at the end of the day. And I, I just liked that pressure to be honest. And it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I love it. Uh, were you good at it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. you know, I think it came pretty naturally to me. Um, I think probably when I started out, I wasn't too good. But like I said, the first time was in practice. So I got to practice a little bit and uh, I ended up loving it. So it came pretty natural.
1: Yeah. And I read that you grew up, so you grew up in Michigan. Yeah. So were you yeah. um, like, did you play a lot of ice hockey growing up as well? had like, were you used to kind of, you know, these type of, you know, hand-eye coordination sports?
0: Yeah, so I actually never played hockey, probably one of the only guys from Michigan. But growing up, I played a lot of soccer, uh, a lot of football, and a little bit of basketball. So I just had, I think, a lot of experience in other sports that translated well. Yeah. How do you think those sports
1: translated into your lacrosse goalie game once once you got into it?
0: Sure. So I think from football, I think I just really loved the physicality, which helped. And then in soccer, I played center mid most of the time. And so I think the vision really helped just kind of like analyzing the whole
1: field when I was in the net mm-hmm. yeah like kind of just seeing plays develop and just kind of generating uh you know what we would call lacrosse IQ what they might call soccer IQ of like just knowing yeah. like you know what's going to happen and and being aware of that yeah, yeah I um, that interesting well. what about basketball because I played basketball growing up too I think I think there's a lot of translations there
0: yeah, sure. So I really just played for fun when I was in middle school because uh, a lot of my friends are doing it. But I think kind of the same idea as soccer. I got to really analyze, uh, you know, a lot of the game being offense and defense, and uh, a lot of predicting what was going to happen on defense. And then, so I think that helped out.
1: Yeah, love it. Cool. So as a youth, then you get you get thrown in the goal. You, you're you're enjoying it a little bit. Um, you know, how did you go about learning how to uh, how to make saves?
0: Yeah. So. I think I was pretty fortunate enough uh, when I was in sixth and seventh grade, really the first truly competitive club programs were kind of just starting in my area. And, you know, I had one that I decided to play for. uh, And luckily enough for me, I had a coach by the name of Derek Kinney that had come over from New York uh, that was a goalie at Virginia and won a national championship back in the day. And he really taught me pretty much everything I learned when I was in seventh grade, I think. And from there, I went to a few camps. Uh, locally and throughout the Midwest kind of to learn a lot. And I, I think I just caught on pretty quick from there.
1: Yeah. So he kind of taught you the basics of like stance and positioning and, and, and that good stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: I love it. What, what camps did you go to? Do you remember?
0: Yeah. So there's a pretty local one in Michigan and kind of smaller called, I think it was just like all America lacrosse that mm-hmm. I, I learned a good amount at. And then once I decided to take it more seriously, I went down to Bill pilots goalie camp. I don't know if that's still a thing, even, but um totally later in later in high school I went to some goalie stuff, kind of my senior year when they really got going. Um yeah. I still do that stuff now when I can, but like I said, being from Michigan, it's a little tougher to get out to camps. So
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. What do you recommend to goalies who are in that situation who um because there's a lot, you know, there's a lot that are I don't know, from Michigan or from a state where not a lot of the big name camps pass through. Uh, Bill Pilot and the Goalie Smith guys have been doing like a lot of, you know, worldwide, not worldwide, but at least US based tours, uh, which is great, which is awesome for the sport and commend them for that. But what do you recommend to goalies who you know, were in that situation that you were in where there's not a lot going on in your area?
0: Yeah, I would say if you're really serious about playing the position, try and seek someone out locally that either played at a high level or might know someone that played at a high level and try and get some one on one sessions and coaching. Um, and then just take as many reps as you can, really. I think everyone has their own unique style, so you don't really need one set way of going about it, Um yeah. but I would say try and seek out some mentorship around you if you can.
1: Yeah, that 100% agree with that. I um, I mean, that people ask me that question all the time, actually, like, hey, Damon, yeah. do you know anybody in, like, you know, upstate New Hampshire? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, my first question back to them is, like, well, what d1 program like what schools are are around you and they're like oh the only one that's really close is dartmouth and i'm like okay (laughs) well here's the dartmouth goalie like reach out to him and see if he's be interested in uh in training and he wasn't but the backup was so there you go now you got like a d1 level goalie um and you just reach out to him on instagram and like most of these goalies like it's a real small net community i imagine if somebody reaches out to you like i mean you would answer
0: yeah, one hundred percent. I'd be right. I'd be more than willing, and I love coaching. So,
1: awesome. You do a lot of coaching.
0: Yeah, so in the summer when I can, uh, I like to coach with some some club programs. I love it.
1: Yeah, awesome. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's what what I do for a living. Uh, not as yeah. much live coaching as like you know the virtual stuff, but hey, yeah. There you go. Um, what do you say? You know what do you say when people say, what kind of style do you play? You know, are you, you're, you know, I guess good sized dude, like six one. So, you know, are are you kind of on a flat arc when you step, do you step 45 flat? What's, what's your overall style?
0: Sure. So, yeah, I guess I I play a little bigger because uh, of my height and size. Um, I'd say I play kind of a flatter arc and, you know, I think early in my college career, I'd like to step laterally. Uh, as of late this past year, uh, I've really, try to start coming out at the ball more. Uh, I don't think either one way is particularly more effective or whatnot, but I was just kind of messing with it, trying to see if I can't get any better. And so I'd say I play a little flatter traditionally trying to come out more, but uh, I, I try and use my size to my advantage just because I have it. So
1: Yeah. Yeah. I always recommend goalies do that. Um, you know, just try something, especially in the off season, we're recording this now in August, right? I mean, I don't know if you guys have started school yet or it's still summer, but like, you know, Lacoste hasn't started up yet. And so it's a good time yeah. to tinker with a few things. Um, and even like if you start stepping at a 45 or you start stepping flat and you don't like it, it's like, it, it to me, it adds this other uh, element of confidence to your game. Cause you're like, all right, I know I'm doing what's right for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Um, and then are you, do you play like kind of wider base? Or are you, you know what's what's your base set up
0: yeah I, I definitely play a wider base i would say i have kind of longer legs and so i play a wider base and try and sink low uh and try and get you know my body as wide as possible to get to the ball
1: yeah i love that i think that like i've talked about that a lot i think that like that's the future of goaltending if you got the height <laughs> if you got yeah, the I height definitely. it's tough it's tough if you're a shorter goalie and so like for a lot of youth listening to this like it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense because they would like shrink down to be so low and, and they'd kind of lose their athleticism and just be giving up way too much of the top part of the net. But if you got the height, like there's so many advantages that, uh, that it gives you, like, when, when did you start doing the wide base?
0: Yeah. So uh, I obviously wasn't always tall. Um, I think my freshman year of high school, when I started playing varsity, I was really like five five and uh, I was playing a pretty skinny stance just because I was shorter And then as I grew, I think my junior, senior year, one of my coaches recommended I try out a little bit of wider base. uh, And it ended up working out great. And so I stuck with it from there.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I um, I posted a clip of Will Mark. I don't know if you know Will um, or know of him, but like I posted it to my Instagram the other day. I'm like, this is one of the benefits. And like this dude sweeps down the alley and he's like on a full sprint and he takes like five, steps like one two three four five and like will doesn't even move right with that wide base yeah. like because you know you're 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 already there and, and you just like give it a little uh squaring up of the hips and bam like you're in perfect position and like that's what we want as lacrosse goalies is just to be set so we can see that thing coming at us
0: yeah i saw that clip and i, I like that a lot i think it's really effective down the alley and guys are coming up the alley you can stay in the fight for a while
1: yeah 100 percent 100 percent so, uh, cool. Well, when you were you know growing up or or I guess even now, like who were some of the older guys, college or pro that um, that you really liked watching?
0: Yeah, so as we mentioned, uh, I'm from Michigan originally, and so there really wasn't a ton of guys going to play college goalies for my area. Uh, and I, I truthfully didn't watch a ton of college across uh, until I was older. Like I mentioned, I play a lot of sports. Uh, and so I, I really wasn't too focused on lacrosse until later. Uh, in middle school and high school, but once I started getting serious about it, uh, one of my biggest influences was definitely a goalie by then Hunter Brown that ended up playing at UMass Lowell. That was uh, a big part of my original decision to go there, um, and I tried, once I got my size kind of, he was a bigger goalie, I, I tried to really kind of copy the style, because I loved it, and it was really effective for him. He was a major goalie.
1: Love it. Hunter Lowell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Braun at Lowell. Hunter
1: Braun at Lowell. Got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I never heard him off the, off the, but you know what? I'm constantly on the lookout for uh, new goalies to watch. I'll, I'll check yeah. him out. Check out Hunter. Um, I thought you were going to give a Kyle birdlore shot out there coming from the Midwest.
0: No. No? You know, you know what's funny? I actually, for my high school, one of my coaches actually went to WRA with him. And so for our spring break, we would go down to WRA every year and uh, and practice. So I heard a lot about him. Uh, but truthfully, I didn't. I didn't watch him a ton. So I was like, yeah. "Awesome!"
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no worries. So then you mentioned you were playing other sports. Like, at what point did you say, like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and play lacrosse at the next level" as opposed to soccer or football?
0: Sure. So I I really didn't play serious club lacrosse until I think a little bit my eighth grade year, and then after my freshman year of high school. Uh, up until that point, I was still playing uh, football, I played basketball throughout middle school and I played football until my sophomore year of high school. And then during my sophomore year, um, that fall, throughout that winter, I really decided to hone in on the cross and started playing at a higher competitive level and then gave up football at that point.
1: So your sophomore year of, of high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Probably later, probably later than most guys, especially coming from the East coast.
1: Yeah. 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 That's probably what I, what I would say as well. Just you know, based on the interviews that I've done, but that's, that's interesting. It's good to know because, because a lot of people say like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, they think they're too late. Everyone always thinks they're too late. But like, my first, my first question is like, too late for what? <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I got an email the other day from a kid and he was like, you know, I just, I'm just starting as a freshman in, in, um in high school. Is it too late? That was, and I'm like, too late for what, my man? Like too late to have a great time with your, you know, yeah. with your high school buddies or even too late to play, you know, MCLA or like at a division three program, or yeah. I, is it too late to get a D1 scholarship? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Like, but, uh, you know, even if, even if that's not your goal, it's not too late. So, so go yeah, for it.
0: Definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, well, cool. So you start then sophomore year, which is a little late. So how did, how did you go about like doing the recruiting process then?
0: Yeah, so I would say I played some club ball my freshman summer and uh, sophomore fall. And then, you know, I had some uh, local Division three offers, nothing too big at that point. And then uh, after my sophomore season, uh, I was playing with uh, True Michigan at the time and ended up going out east for most of the summer. And uh, after probably my first tournament, I really realized what was going on and it kind of clicked. And then um, I ended up getting some looks my sophomore summer. And uh, going through sophomore fall, same exact thing, and then ended up working out my junior year. I, I decided to take one of the offers.
1: Nice. So were those were, and you went to UMass Lowell, and and um, I mean, was that coach like at a tournament or like how did that? Work? Yes. Yeah. Was yeah. Like- sure.
0: So one of one of my major tournaments, uh, find, find my my best showing. There were a lot of coaches there. Um, there were a lot of Division one commits on my team at the time. Truthfully, uh, I think that junior by the time we were juniors that team had 13 or 14 division guys on it and wow. so there were a lot of coaches at our games at all times and he was one of them that saw me and liked me and uh I ended up taking a visit actually after the tournament i just stayed on the east coast for an extra few days and toured the school and ended up liking it nice
1: that that makes me uh think about something because someone had asked me like If they should be like, you know, is is there pros and cons versus being on like a really good club team Um, as opposed to like one that's not so good? And I guess one of the pros of being on a great team is exactly what you just said is like it's going to draw a lot more eyes.
0: And whether or not
1: you're good or not, it it doesn't matter, but they're going to see you. And so, you know, they're going to be there maybe watching the attack men. And if you have a great game, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, this this goalie, Max, like you know, star. Uh, let's let's keep an eye on him, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's funny you say that because I think they were there watching some other guys on my team. Uh, a few of my teammates were going to law already at the time, so they were there. I think watching them and just kind of noticed me as well.
1: Nice. Uh, what was it about the school that you really that that really hooked you?
0: Yeah. So as I mentioned before, uh, Hunter was planning on going there. He was a yeah. uh, grade or two above me. Uh, in the same club program that I played in, so I looked up to him a lot, and then a few of my other friends from my team were going there, and uh, touring the school, I really liked that I was going to be pretty much automatic, automatically admitted to the business school, which I had already known at the time that I wanted to study, and uh, I also liked the location being close to Boston, uh, and so the coaching staff was pretty appealing, and I just liked it at the time.
1: Love it. That's Awesome. Uh, while you're answering that, I looked up Hunter Braun. Please tell me he still got that afro.
0: <laughs> I think he does. You no, know, he he ended up cutting it. I think my either freshman or sophomore year, uh, because I think, frankly, he just got too big for the helmet.
1: Yeah. Oh man. It's not like it's not like you know the 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 flow that comes out the back. It just keep it just no. keeps getting bigger. Yeah, he's got real curly Cute. curly brown hair,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and a nice afro. All right, uh, that's awesome. Um that's cool. So you get to Hunter Lowell and uh, Hunter Lowell. I keep uh, UMass Lowell. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> did they, I mean, does your lacrosse goalie game change at that point?
0: Yeah, I think it definitely did. Uh, you know, COVID kind of shut down my freshman season and I was also, uh, I got injured the start of my freshman spring. So after I got back from that, I had a lot of time to kind of like toy with my game over the summer and throughout the fall. Uh, and I think it definitely helped a lot going into my sophomore year. Uh, I definitely changed my style a bit. I was stepping more aggressively. I got just got faster hands. I think overall, I just improved a lot.
1: Mm. What was the injury you went
0: through? Yeah, so uh, January of my freshman year, uh, our first preseason game, uh, I took a shot that I don't think any goalie wants to take, a bounce shot straight to the cup. And uh, unfortunately, I had to have a surgery, and I was out for 10, eight to ten weeks. Yeah. No
1: way. I've never, I mean, I obviously I've heard of goalies getting hit there, but, but, oh man, yeah. was it like, no, an, wasn't it like a, an exposed hit or, or like, it just got you in the cup, but it was the, the, the damage was too much. Yeah.
0: It was just the, you know, probably the most unlucky thing ever. Uh, just, yeah. Bounce shot to the cup, you know, luckily it was a successful surgery, I guess, if you can put it. So <laughs> everything's right. fine.
1: Oh man. What a bummer that, I mean. Yeah. Top, top number one, most painful moment of your life right there?
0: Uh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so like I said, it kept me out, I think, you know, close to 10 weeks. And then the week after I returned to full play, uh, I think COVID shut us down. So pretty much missed the whole freshman season.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I mean, that's got to be,
1: how was it jumping back in there for the very first time? Was there like some mental cobwebs going on where you're kind of like, oh, man, if I get hit there again, like I can't. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it.
0: Yeah. You know what's funny? I think probably my coaches were a little concerned. Uh, they were definitely cautious. And I was just like, I just want to get in the net and play. And uh, yeah, I just jumped right back in. I was begging the trainers to clear me because I yeah. wanted to play in, in games. And uh, for obvious reasons, they could not. But as soon as I got the okay, I just jumped right back in and I was fine.
1: Interesting. How? Because how a lot of goalies, like I hurt my thumb in, in college, yeah. right? Like a lot of goalies. And then like the first time I jumped back in, it was like, I just wasn't like as ex, you know you're kind of like the injuries like the the history of the injuries like still in your head and you're always like oh man if I take a shot there again I'm gonna re-break it and I, I but you didn't have that and I'm curious like how that yeah. h- how <laughs>
0: uh you know I think I was just so eager to play because you know I'd yeah. gotten to the division I level and was just dying to play and so yeah. I was like I'll do whatever it takes really to get back into that and hopefully maybe get in some games so I just wasn't thinking about it to be honest.
1: Got it. What kind of cup do you use now?
0: <laughs> I use a uh, Warrior toolbox. Okay. It, funny enough, it's the same exact cup.
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't. You didn't. That's it. You didn't upgrade. No. You're just all right. Loyal, no. faithful to the toolbox.
0: Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right.
1: Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, I uh, I got one of the the uh, ice hockey double cups. Now oh, okay. before, yeah. like back in 1999, I just had the I just had the normal bikey, you know, those, never, those regular ones. Never. And yeah. And like they were they were kind of like the angle, they were kind of like curved, you know. So like you could yeah. take one off the um kind of like off the side of the cup and it would still yeah. hit you right in the leg, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which sucked.
0: That'd be tough.
1: Yeah. But luckily I never experienced an injury like you did. Yeah. You know, it was tough. <laughs> knock on, knock on wood, <laughs> and knock on wood for all goalies out there. Listen to this. Oh yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, well, cool. What did? Um, well, actually, let me let's talk about the the transfer because you're now at Marquette, and um, I would love to hear you know how they entered the picture and you know the transfer process and kind of why why you decided to transfer.
0: Yeah. So it was honestly pretty long process. Um, I think it really started beginning of my sophomore year. Like I said, we weren't. I didn't like personally practice until January or February of that year, and so for the entire fall, just because of school and Massachusetts uh, COVID restrictions, I was not practicing, and so I had a lot of time to kind of reflect on the other aspects of the school, um, you know, socially and academically and everything. And it took a while; it wasn't an overnight thing. I had a lot of discussions. With my mom and some close friends uh, over the course of the entire kind of winter and spring, and ultimately came to the decision that I wanted to, you know, pursue other opportunities um, athletically and academically. And so, after my sophomore season, uh, I decided to hop in the portal, um, and it was for a multitude of reasons, not just athletics at all. Um, I uh, I applied to a bunch of schools purely academically. Um, you know I was fortunate enough to start my my whole sophomore season and since I I knew I was thinking about transferring I was really focusing on grades that semester and so I put myself in a pretty good position to be eligible to a lot of schools but um even then it was it was really stressful because you know in high school you have maybe four years to go through the recruiting process uh in the portal especially just to, being after season in the summer it kind of shrinks down to you know three months
1: right
0: and so it was it was tough but um specifically Marquette. Uh, Marquette was on my list of schools that I was willing to go to athletically, and it was a a pretty small list, truthfully, because I was really focused on academics, and so I didn't really talk to Marquette seriously until August, Um, and at that point, uh, I wasn't really in love with any of the opportunities that were coming my way um, for lacrosse. Uh, I was talking to some some high-level schools, but I just wasn't Exactly in love with any of the options, and I was actually uh, already applied and admitted to just go study at University of Texas in Austin for school. And then, kind of like early August, uh, Coach Stivolt Marquette texted me, and I think it was word for word. He said, "Hey Max, what are you up to this fall?" And uh, I was like, "Well, uh, nothing." <laughs> you know, a few phone calls later, um, one thing led to another, and I was moving in a few weeks after that.
1: Awesome, man! Good story. Good story. Yeah. And Marquette's out of the uh out of the you guys playing the Big East. Um, yeah. you know, which which I I watch quite a bit. I sponsored Owen um Owen McElroy last yeah. year out of Georgetown. Um yeah. and so I watched quite a few Big East
0: competitive league.
1: Um actually you guys play Denver too. Yeah, we play
0: it's a uh, hot Denver, Georgetown,
1: yeah. Providence, uh, you know, a good amount of teams. Yeah, yeah, love it. Um, well, cool, man. And then how's Milwaukee?
0: I can't, yeah, say ever, uh, I
1: can't say I've ever been to Milwaukee. The only thing yeah, I know I'm about not- it is from Wayne's World, uh, from Milwaukee, <laughs> Mil- El- Algonquin for the good land.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I love it. Uh, school's pretty much right downtown. And so it's, there's a lot to do. It's a lot of fun. And I think I like the Midwest a lot more than the East Coast. Uh, that might be a hot take uh, within the lacrosse community. But <laughs> my <laughs> personal opinion, I love it. Yeah. I haven't spent
1: too much time there. We went out and played Michigan and Michigan state. Uh, I played at Cal by the way, but it went back when they're both uh, club teams. Um, and, yeah. and I enjoyed it quite a bit, but haven't spent too much time there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, well, cool, man. So, so, you know, as we mentioned in the, in the opener, my very first question, you're, you're kind of competing for the starting job and what, what does that look like to you? How do you, how do you approach that? You know, we're in the off season right now. How do you kind of, you know, talk me through how you're approaching it to, I, I imagine your goals to win that starting job.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, up until this year, I had really hadn't had any time as a backup, truthfully, uh, you know, from my freshman year of high school, even through my sophomore year, besides my injury, obviously I was, I was a starter. And uh, so it was kind of tough to grasp during the spring this season, but once I kind of accepted that role, and you know, I was also the oldest bowling on the team at Marquette. And so I kind of had to step in more of a leadership role during the season. But then afterwards, uh, as soon as the season ends, you know, the coaches will talk to every guy on the team and every goalie kind of gets the same memo. You know, next year is a whole new season. It uh, doesn't matter what happened last year. doesn't matter if anyone's coming in, if anyone's leaving. Uh, the Giants wide open for, for the best goalie to win it come springtime. And so I think you kind of just got to let that go from the previous year and uh, come in with, you know, the same intensity as if, you know, no one had not you know, upper hand because they really don't, um, in terms of off season, I just try and get some shots in when I can doing a lot of weight training, running, uh, hand eye coordination stuff, a lot of throwing. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. How do those goalie competitions work? Um, you know, when do you know, like who's the starter or does it come down to like, sometimes like the very last weekend, you know, before you got to name one.
0: Yeah, so uh, throughout the fall, the fall is really more about development, truthfully, uh, and just kind of getting better for every goalie. And then um, once the springtime comes, you know, you might have an idea of who's stepping in the net first. You know, the goalies especially, I think, have a better idea because we play with each other every day. So if one guy's clearly ahead of the other guys, uh, you know, you kind of assume that they're going to play. But I think at Marquette, we have a, a super competitive goalie room. And truthfully, they didn't tell us uh, who's going to start the first game until uh, right before we were warming up for the first game. So we were all kind of locked in, ready to go. And then I ended up going to Mike Elliott. He played amazing. And uh, so I think, you know, sometimes it takes longer than other times. But uh, this past year, it was right up until the first game.
1: Wow. Yeah, interesting. Um, That's good that you guys got a good goalie room. I I find that, you know, I've had a lot of goalies on. And obviously, every college and 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 pro goalie has been a part of a goalie room. And the general sentiment is that like, you know, the the best seasons that they've had have been like with the best goalie rooms because, because why? Because you get pushed, you get pushed hard. And you know, you got to outwork these other guys who are pushing you to be better. So that, that's good that yeah. you got
0: that. Yeah. And I think uh, being at Marquette it, with the guys that I have, I think it was a lot easier to kind of be uh, supportive because truthfully, like we all enjoyed each other in that goalie room. Uh, and we all wanted each other to play, really. Uh, obviously, we were pushing each other to get better, but it was easy watching one of my teammates have success because I, I wanted them to have success. So, sure, and- sure, yeah. How how did you
1: um, go about being a leader of the team when you're not a starter? Because a lot of a lot of goalies think that, like, you know, in order to get the respect of the team, like, you have to be sometimes, – sometimes they think you have to be the starter. Sometimes they think you have, they, you have to be the star. Um, And and that's not always the case. So how did, how did you go about doing that?
0: Yeah. So I think a Marquette is pretty special. I think everyone kind of values everyone on the team and uh, you know, it goes down to the very last guy for how successful the team is going to be. So I don't think there's any sense of, you know, one guy over the other guy, just pure respect wise. And um, outside of that, I think the best way to be supportive is to really kind of be outside of yourself um, and not be selfish. So I had no problem kind of cheering on. Mike, especially as he played, but also the guys that weren't playing. Um, and also at this level, you know, everyone's an amazing lacrosse player. So mm-hmm. it's easy to respect guys, even if they're not the star. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Love it. What about a time you went through a slump? Has that happened in your career? I was going to ask you about being yeah. a backup. That's one of the questions, but it sounds like up until this last season, yeah, that hasn't been the case. But I'm, I'm curious about the slump and how'd you go about getting
0: yeah. out of that? Definitely. So I think probably, you know, the biggest slump I've had in my career is this past spring. Um, you know, there was, a a couple of weeks where it was, it was real tough. I just wasn't saving the ball like I normally would or thought I could. And, uh, you know, at first it's obviously super frustrating. Uh, and then I think one thing that really helped me out of it was our coaching staff, uh, truthfully took the time to, to like sit down and have talks with every, every player all the time. And, uh, you know, there was one time I vividly remember our defensive coordinator, Coach Richard, uh, pulled me aside as I was going down the training room one day and he was like, Max like, "What's going on?" And I was like, oh, nothing." And he goes, "No, really, what's going on?" And uh, you know, I basically told him I was just struggling, uh, just you know, saving the ball. Uh, I think it was a lot mentally. And he said, "So you know, he told me what he thought made me an amazing goalie, and that was me kind of being, uh, outside of myself, being very loud, the uh, positive attitude." And he said, "If I can focus on that for the next you know few weeks, um, I should be able to kind of turn around and whatever I needed, he was willing to do." So there were plenty of times where you give me extra shot before practice, after practice, uh, pull me aside during practice and be like, hey, what do you need? And um, mm-hmm. I think that was really helpful. And then for the for those few weeks, I, uh, I just really focused on others, to be honest. Uh, if I wasn't making saves that I should, I kind of just let it go and started supporting the other goalies. And i uh, would be loud when I was talking to the defense, be loud when I was trying to make saves with my you know body and stuff like that. And eventually it kind of just turned around and I got my confidence back.
1: Love it, man. Love it. Some powerful lessons in there. I think, you know, one, um, I think so many goalies hold that in, you know, they're like, you're going through a slump and and you're not feeling good out there and you, and they just hold it in and, and it's, it's really tough. So, so the, the lacrosse goalie community is a very small community, you know, reach out to any goalie that, you know, any coach that, you know, they will be reach out to me reach out to Max. <laughs> like, we'll be happy to help you through it. And, and that's, that's number one. Number two, like sometimes you just need to be reminded that you're a great goalie. Yeah,
0: that's definitely. It. I think, I think, uh, you know, once I started to turn it around also uh, coach Richard never stopped that support. Truthfully, he, he would remind me that I'm playing great now. And uh, yeah. so that really helped with my confidence. And then, uh, you know, it turned around from there and uh, you know, every goalie I think is going to go through a slump at some point in their career. And you got to remember that, like you said, you are a great goalie and it's not going to last forever. So,
1: yeah, I, I actually encourage, uh, goalies to, to journal. I don't know if you do this. I got my, I got my, I've been doing it. I've been doing it recently right here. I've been doing yeah. it. Do you do it? I, I do not. That's awesome. Dude, you you got to get into it, Max. You Got to get into it. Yeah. So like when, one of the things you can do is you can just like build up this confidence reservoir as, as someone on the podcast once said. And so like, then when you're like, you're feeling down, go back and you read like this, like awesome stuff that you wrote about yourself. And, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of really powerful in a way when we talk about the mental game, uh, because you can get right back in that mindset of like, yeah, all right, I am a good goalie or I am a good, you know, goalie coach or or what what have you.
0: Yeah. You know, I think, uh, one thing kind of that reminds me of that is, uh, Mike Elieri, the uh, the guy that started most of the game for us this past year, he pregame every single game actually watches his own highlight tape. Uh it gets him pumped up like right in the locker room before he walks out into the field. I think it's just, you know, to remind himself that he's got it. So
1: oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I um I recommend that as well. If you got it, yeah. yeah. Watch your or or for me too, like watching certain I, I do these save edits. Um and watching like there's certain ones that I watch that are just like, oh man, it just like gets me so pumped up to play. Definitely. <laughs> Even when I'm having a bad day, I'll go back and watch 2016, yeah. uh John O'Connor's versus Jack Kelly. Beauty, yeah. beauty. Yeah. 2016 court quarterfinal, I think Navy versus Brown. Anyway, my favorite. Uh Awesome. I love it, man. So, so it had to be, you know, it had to be a little tough on you, you know, being a starter for all those years. And then now like last year was, you know, your first year being a backup. Um, I mean, is there any, Anything you learned, any advice you want to share to other goalies who are the backup?
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, I think on one hand, I was fortunate enough to kind of get experience and start at a young age in college. Uh, So then when I became a backup, it was tough, obviously. But throughout the process, you know, I learned to just, you got to be supportive of the other guys. Because at the end of the day, I mean, there's what, you know, about 75 division one teams and countless other teams at any level. And so not every guy is going to start all the time. Uh, And I would say, truthfully be supportive to the guy who's playing uh, and just forget about yourself. And I think doing that, you, you also learn a lot about yourself and get a lot better as a goalie and as a teammate and as a leader. Interesting.
1: What, what'd what you learn about yourself?
0: Yeah. Uh, I learned that uh, I think I could be a lot more positive every single day and that, uh, you know, bringing a positive attitude to practice really makes everyone around you better. And like throughout that process, uh, I learned to be a better leader with the defense uh, Cause guys would appreciate the positive energy. And then, you know, yeah. once, once they appreciate that, you can kind of, you know, help them out if there's anything they need to work on and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I was a big energy guy. Like even, you know, after I graduated and after I was past my athletic prime, like I played softball with, uh, you know, just with my buddies in the city in a yeah. city league. Right. And I, I was a huge energy guy, like always, you know, like when it's our turn to bat or someone's got a big hit, just like, you know, getting, getting the team pumped. And I think people feed off that. And guess what? Like, yeah. they love playing with you.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, all right. Good advice. Uh, good advice. What about the mental game, right? Like, so so important as uh, lacrosse goalies um, that we have strong mental game. Uh, first of all, when I say that, you know, when I say mental toughness, what, you know, how do you define that? And then how do you go about improving it?
0: Yeah, so I think probably, obviously, the first thing that comes to mind uh, for me specifically as a goalie is your confidence uh i think if you you know if you have a low level of confidence in yourself i don't think you'll probably get very far uh, but i think if you can build that up through you know repetition of, of actual saves and you know also talking to others talking to yourself reminding yourself that you are great uh, right. it'll kind of build up uh you know the old saying fake it till you make it i think is very truthful you know i remember telling myself back in eighth grade i was the best goal in the world and uh, I don't think that was true at the time, but uh, I definitely learned to believe it, and I think it helped a lot.
1: Oh uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, as as you uh, first start out, you have no reason to be confident. You have no yeah. reason because you don't have the experience, right? Yeah. But yet, it, that's the that's this like this weird thing of lacrosse goalie is is you have to have this totally unearned confidence. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that being said, there are certain things that you can do to build up that confidence, and and the main thing is is reps, right? Is reps is just get out there, right, and just do as much work as you can because it's kind of like, it's kind of like taking a test, like a like a test in in school. It's like if you walk into that room and you haven't studied, are you gonna be confident? No, of course not, right? But if you've like studied for weeks, you walk into that test, you got a different feeling because you know you've put in the work and you're ready.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, another thing that really helped me this past season, uh, we're fortunate enough to have uh, Mark Lassini, who plays in the PLL, be kind of like our mental strength coach. And uh, something that I've really taken away from him is uh, kind of have like a mantra that you're going to say to yourself. Uh, and, you know, every day at practice, really, I'm I'm literally talking to myself out loud saying three things I kind of want to believe about practice, and that's uh, positive, confident, and grateful. Uh and so there, there are times I'm literally saying that out loud to myself behind the cage. And uh, I think it helps in all, all three of those areas kind of improve that.
1: Positive, confident, grateful. Love it. What what are you grateful yeah. for?
0: Uh, grateful for the opportunity, for sure. You know, I think throughout my younger years in high school, I was dreaming of being a Division One goalie. And, uh, you know, now that I'm there, I don't want to really forget that dream. You know, I want to appreciate that. I made it happen, and uh, also just the amazing opportunity that I have at Marquette—such an amazing school, academically and athletically. I think uh, it goes a long way to remind yourself that you know a lot went into this, and you should appreciate every moment of it. Hundred percent, hundred percent,
1: and grateful to be playing this beautiful game.
0: Yeah, right. I mean that we're
1: in this opportunity to even—I mean, there's a lot of people that are just struggling for basic human needs out there, right? And we we have this opportunity to play this beautiful, uh, the medicine game, which is which is amazing. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, I love know, that. Yeah. And if, you know, at the end of the day, if my biggest concern is uh being the back of goalie at Marquette Lacrosse, I think there's a lot <laughs> worse things that could happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Totally. Totally. That's awesome. Uh yeah, that's that's funny because because you know, I read a lot of stuff and 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 um it's not gratefulness, it's uh uh gratitude. Gratitude is like a huge one, you know, that that I don't I don't think we've talked about enough on this podcast. So um yeah goalie should should always practice gratitude and when we talk about that journal that's that's a huge thing to to <laughs> write down right like things things yeah. that you're grateful for um and yeah. it just it just helps you out big time in the mental game
0: yeah
1: so um the other thing too so confidence yeah and confidence is um talking about confidence it's such this like fickle beast where like you could like build it build it up and then um day before a game goalie but hey like i got a huge tryout tomorrow like i'm I'm feeling super nervous like poof, there goes the confidence so a lot of it like we like we talked about earlier is just reminding yourself you're a great goalie but the second is like trusting trusting the training trusting all that work that you put yeah. in right
0: yeah you know i think trusting yourself goes a long way because obviously to get to this level uh you know i had to put in a ton of hours getting right. shots, working on throwing, working on every aspect of the game. You know, sometimes you forget that, you know, if you're having a bad day, but uh, you know, just think back to to the fact that you put in all this preparation, you know, you've got it. You're there for a reason.
1: Yeah. hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. Is there
1: one particular element of your game that um, you feels weak that like you, you're working on right now, or is it, or is there just, is it just like a general I'm, I'm getting out there and getting, being the best that I can?
0: Yeah, so I think one thing that I'm looking to improve on uh, from last year is definitely my clearing. You know, it's never been a problem for me, really. And it's not particularly a problem, but I just think it could be improved. Uh, it was never like that until now. So that's definitely one thing that I've been focusing on and will continue to focus on. And then uh, I think the fall is really useful to, uh, to toy with things and fundamentally get a lot better. And so you'll find things out throughout the fall that you can work on. And the good thing is you have that time to improve on it throughout the year. So I'm sure we'll find some more things and I'll find things
1: <laughs> Yeah. Love it. Uh, Why well, don't I want you to give away uh, all your secrets in case, you know, <laughs> people, people are scouting you that when this comes out and you're, you're the starting goalie yeah. and people come back and they're, they're scouting max. Um, yeah. No, but, but so when you talk about clearing, then what, what does that exactly mean? Is that just like getting it up and out quicker? Does that mean like throwing better dimes, making a few dodges? What,
0: yeah, so I think uh, I have a pretty good, just like natural sense for kind of like if I save the ball, look right up and try and find a scene. Uh, I think the one area of improvement is, you know, snapping the ball off more accurately. I think there's a few times where there's kind of inaccurate uh, throughout the second half of the spring. And, uh, and I just want to hone that in. And that, yeah, that just I think comes with spending a lot of time with your stick uh, and getting reps in. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. It'll come.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just hitting the wall or, or kind of just practicing yeah. throw, throwing those passes. Yeah. 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 A lot of goalies, especially youth goalies, uh, have trouble with clearing. Um, And a lot of it, too, is like, you know, at that age, like your your defense doesn't know what to do. Like at the collegiate level, you're right. Like, you know, you make a save and you can just expect the guy that was uh, guarding the shooter is already he's already like taking off. Right. And there it is. A lot of times at the youth level, they don't do that. And so, you know, it it takes a while to learn, but you got to get like the main thing. you got to get good with your stick um yeah. and and be able to throw every kind of pass and be able to throw a dodge if you need it to just buy yourself some time uh and heck be able to run down to the other side of the field and score if you need to
0: <laughs> oh yeah i would love to i think
1: did you I've ever did you, you ever do that no
0: uh yeah i had uh there was one goal i had uh in uh summer league in like a, a tournament setting uh, yeah. i think it was my my freshman or sophomore year of high school that uh i had a goal at and uh got posted the sideline Swap and got it a lot of views. <laughs> yeah, I love it.
1: Yeah. Man. Uh I'll have, to ch- I'll have to check that one out. Maybe maybe we can link up with that, link up with that when this post comes out.
0: I, I think it's deep down on my Instagram or something.
1: All right. All right. Uh well e- Evan who works for me he'll he'll find it. He's good, he's good at that. Yeah. Uh well cool man. Um what, what kind of stick setup are you use in these days?
0: Yeah so uh I've been using the Eclipse 2 really since it came out. Uh so I've been using that for quite a while. Uh, streaming, I've been trying to use the same mesh since I was younger, to be honest. I use uh, ECD wax mesh and the that, which I don't think is very popular, but I love it, especially for goalies. And then uh, shafts, I kind of rotate around, really. Uh, it doesn't matter to me too much as long as it's lightweight. Yeah. Uh, so this past year, I used just uh, some STX attack stick that I think we had later on. I, uh, I actually just ordered a new... Uh, ECD, one of their new goalie heads that I'm looking forward to trying out. Nice the impact. Yeah, yeah, I've heard amazing things about it, so I think I'm going to give it a go.
1: Yeah, I have too. Um, it's uh, super light, and it's a little like it's a little shorter, like top to bottom, yeah. than the than the Eclipse too. But it's it's wider. Um, yeah. So and it's interesting, like all the force, it, which kind of makes sense because all the force, it's more, it's got more like uh, f- um stiffness, like front to back and kind of less yeah. side to side. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I've heard great things about it. Um, I haven't played around with it too much, but, um, it's awesome head.
0: Yeah. Hopefully it'll get in pretty soon. I'm going to give it a go before we get back to school and, uh, during the fall, you know, that, like I said, that's the time to mention things. Yeah. So I, I like to rotate through some sticks and see what's working.
1: There you go. Now do, do they give you like at Marquette, do they give, do they give you certain sticks that you could get or, and then you kind of on your yeah. own if you want to try others or how does that work?
0: Yeah. So we're a uh, STX and Nike sponsored school. So okay. uh, other goalies, we get uh, the Eclipse and I think they have another head, but I think all of our goalies right now use the Eclipse too. And then mm-hmm. uh, Shaft, the same thing, but you know, if you want to use their own, they're pretty supportive about, you know, they'll order you stuff or uh, you'll have to go get it on your own. But uh, in terms of mesh, I'm not sure what most guys use. Uh, I know a lot of guys like their particular mesh. So Oh yeah. Have that kind of on their own.
1: Yeah, that ECD wax mesh is like one of their first messes, right? Like what, oh, what yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said, I don't even know if they make it anymore. Like what uh yeah. what do you like what do you like about it?
0: Yeah, most of the time I have to buy it on eBay, truthfully.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: but I uh I don't know, I've just been using it for a long time and I'm just really comfortable with it. Uh I think it grips the ball really well when I'm getting ground balls or out of the cage. And uh I think it holds its pocket, holds the pocket well uh when I'm throwing. So I I've, I've just been using it for a long time and I like it.
1: Awesome. Do you string up your own wands, or do you have somebody else do it?
0: Uh, I do not. You know what's funny? When I was younger, I had coaches tell me all the time, like you're going to have to learn how to string your sticks, like no one's going to be there for you all the time. To string them, and uh, you know I found that just to be totally not true. So <laughs> I uh, I have not attempted to learn how to string my stick. Uh, my one of my best friends from third grade still string my strings my sticks to this day.
1: Oh, i love it yeah that's funny i never learned how i mean i like i've learned how but i like i'm not a great stick stringer so yeah.
0: but now um, like i have, no I
1: have mr wonderful string up all my sticks and he just ships yeah. ships me the heads and i mean no yeah
0: he, he did my sticks uh this past season
1: i loved welcome so yeah oh he did yeah nice yeah tom tommy's awesome shout out shout out, yeah, shout cool out that. to the wonderful <laughs> yeah cool guy yeah uh well awesome um Oh, the one thing we didn't talk about was playing with team with Team Greece. You got the the the, the Christidis, very very Greek last name, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only so only, uh, only,
1: only, only out Greeked by the by the Ap- uh, or, or you know that kind of <laughs> that kind
0: of Greek. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of those guys. My uh, my dad's side of the family is entirely Greek, and so I've been talking to the uh, kind of like the directors for a long time. But now that I'm older and in college, you know, I have the opportunity to play with them. And, the international games growing a lot i think and so uh it's been great you know i played a tournament with them this summer that was a lot of fun you get to play with just a ton of different guys uh you know from around the country but also around the world um, and yeah. you're going to these tournaments so it's awesome
1: yeah awesome well i got plans to go to uh the world championships next summer uh in san diego so if you're if you're on the team if you're there i'll, I'll see you there
0: yeah hopefully plenty on
1: it yeah man i'd love, love that that would be awesome uh, well, Max, good luck in this upcoming season. Um, good luck with Team Grease, if that if that becomes a thing. And, uh, man, we'll be we'll be rooting for you. If you had to leave the goalies out there with uh, with one final piece of advice, what would that be?
0: Yeah, so I think I would say, you know, I, a lot of goalies say have fun, but I've noticed, uh, and that's totally true. But I think one thing that I would say to focus on is just be loud, uh, kind of in everything you do. Be loud with your voice when you're talking to the defense. Be loud with your energy and practice. Uh, you know, be loud with your play style, move around a lot and get, you know, outside of yourself.
1: Boom. I love that. Be loud, be loud, be loud, be proud. Even even if yeah. you don't know what to say, just be loud, right?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. All right, Max, have a good one. Thank you. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that episode with Marquette goalie and team Greece goalie, Max, Christy, It's going to be awesome to watch his story as he enters into his senior year at Marquette, rooting for him. Hopefully, he'll win that starting job and become a stud in goal or at least have some great games. Thank you for listening. Hope you learned a thing or two from that episode. We skipped a week last week, but we are back with the podcast. I've got plenty of episodes recorded and coming up. I know you're going to love including an episode with coach Bill Tierney. If you made it this far in the podcast, thank you so much. Wherever you're listening, give me a a, uh, five-star review or a great review. really helps the podcast spread, really helps get this message out to the young goalies and those lacrosse goalie moms and dads out there. That'll do it this week. In the meantime, get out there, get some work in, do well and be well. I'm coach Damon. Take care
0: you've been listening to the lax goalie rat podcast with your host coach damon wilson